LOI Match Day on Off The Ball. Hello and thank you for joining me on LOI Match Day this week. Stephen Doyle reviewing and previewing all of the action in the SSE Airtricity League coming up on this week's edition. We knew that if we got three points last night, we would, would be thinking with seven points now we're, we're to second place. So we knew that it was, it was obviously a massive six-pointer. I always feel like as a team we'll score. So we'll give our, ourselves a right chance of winning most games we keep clean sheets. He's probably the most ruthless striker I've ever played or trained with, to be honest. Like every day after training, you know, we do a finish and I'm trying to, I think even trying to learn off him. Yes, Rory of the Rowers. Galway's Gaffney not getting carried away with seven-point lead. Josh Honahan, the young rebel who can mix it with the league's toughest forwards. And Roland Adowu on setting them up for the most prolific striker in both divisions. On match day 21 in the Premier Division, Bohemians stayed in touch with the top four after drawing 2-2 with table topper Shamrock Rovers, having gone 2-0 down. Jonathan Afalabi was on the score sheet with a superb strike and his first goal since the end of April. Rovers did bounce back though the following Monday with a 1-0 home win against Derry City, who beat Cork City 2-0 at home on the Friday. Four was quickly in to make that challenge. And Rory Gaffney is away. Positive run by Gaffney. The shot is in the net. What a goal from Rory Gaffney in the 26th minute. He's opened the scoring at Tallah Stadium, his eighth of the season. Gaffney's goal gave his team a seven-point lead at the top of the Premier Division table. The other two European teams played out a 1-1 draw at Oriel Park. Dundalk had won the Louth Derby 2-1 at Weavers Park on Friday. The same night St. Patrick's Athletic had won 1-0 against a visiting Shelburne team. just have a feeling it is going to be a set-piece that, that decides it again. He's more than capable. Mulraney... And there was a massive shock in the last Friday night game with Sligo Rovers remaining just two points clear of second from bottom Cork City after they lost 2-1 at UCD. That was just the second victory of the season for the students. LOI Match Day on Off The Ball. On match day 22 in the Premier Division, first plays fourth as Shamrock Rovers make the trip to Dundalk. Rovers centre forward Rory Gaffney feels it was really important to follow up a disappointing draw against Bohemians by beating their main rivals for the title last Monday. Yeah, we were a little bit disappointed, but we just quickly turned our attention to Derry and we knew that if we got three points last night, we would we'd be thinking with seven points now we're, we're to second place. So we knew that it was, it was obviously a massive six-point draw would have been you know, a fair difference in the table if Derry had won 1-0, but thankfully we won 1-0 and we're now, we're now seven points ahead of them. Gaffney still isn't ruling out the possibility of their two most recent opponents pushing them in the title race, nor the other teams just behind them in the table. Yeah, definitely. We, we won't obviously play the other teams around us twice between now and the end of the season, so they're going to be all six-pointers and I suppose they have to play each other as well, so whoever the form team is between now and the end of the season won't be far away. And I suppose last year we saw how how stretched the, the squad got at times when we were trying to compete in Europe and come back at the weekend and play important league games. It's probably 
why we had to focus our attention on the league rather than the group stages Europe so yeah we we obviously respect every all the teams around us and we don't we don't think that we've you know our job done at all we just take us we're going to take a game by game we've done Dock on Friday they've had a they've had a great season and, and they are having a great season they're going about their business quietly so we know that the job that we need to do on Friday to get three points off them. Now, although I introduced Gaffney as a centre forward, it's clear to see he likes to drift out wide as illustrated by the winner he scored on Monday. However, the 33-year-old explained how he can express himself but within the system. Yeah, there's a role with, that, with the ball and without the ball, you know. Um, you know, the managers, he has a set up so well. You know, we know where we should be when we don't have the ball and how he likes to press high up the pitch and we work on it every week and we work on him. We work on it again Thursday on ahead of Dundalk, and he might have a small tweak for for whatever system that they'll play. But yeah, no, I think he's a very good coach, and he's just made my whole job a whole lot easier. That it's it's consistent messages where they played for I suppose previous managers where they might change formation, they mightn't work on it. So you never, didn't really know what you're doing going into into certain situations, but. Here, I think everyone should have a fair idea at this stage what we're doing. Dundalk are on a good run of three wins and a draw. However, they've lost their other two meetings with the Tala Club this season, 4-0 and 2-0. I think the first time up in Norway, I think it was our first win of the season. We were obviously waiting a couple of weeks to to get that win, but they had a man sent off in the first half. To be fair, I don't think it was a red card. Looking back, we'd be very disappointed if one of our lads had got sent off for the same challenge, but he wants to be we were one nil up and they were a man down. You know, it was kind of one of the easier games that you were going to get. But in Tala, we went one nil up, but then it was the opposite happened where Rona Finn got sent off and it turned out to be a tough 45 minutes for us in the second half. But we managed to, I suppose, sit back and nick that second goal that gave us, um, gave us energy and gave us a reason to keep digging in to get the win. Elsewhere, Derry City travelled to Talca Park with a fine away record. They've taken 20 points from a possible 33 on the road this season. Three of those came from a 1-0 win against Shelburne back in March. Shell's boss Damien Duff will have to watch from the stand after he was given a one-match ban for the gesture he made towards Saints supporters at Richmond Park. Sligo Rovers badly need a win this Friday. They've had just one in their last eight matches and are hovering dangerously close to the relegation playoff place. Bohemians visit the showgrounds just four points off the top three and with two games in hand over the teams above them. St. Patrick's Athletic entertain UCD just four weeks after beating them 3-1 at Belfield and they scored three against them in Inchicore in March. The students need to put up a big fight to avoid playing first division football next season. Something that Cork City's Josh Honahan was doing for the last two terms. He told LOI Match Day about the difference in standard coming up to the top flight. There's definitely there's definitely a gap. You know, the first division is a really competitive division. Um, you don't get really any easy game. But that being said, I definitely feel there's there is a gap between the first division and Premier Division. I suppose the main thing is probably just the speed of play. It's a bit quicker. Um, the overall intensity of of the game is, is quicker than the first division, and I suppose if, you know if you know if you give up chances in this division or if you make a mistake, most of the time it's it's punished. Whereas maybe in the first division, sometimes you might get away with it. But um, no, they're both look they're both really competitive divisions. But obviously, look the the Premier Division is 
it's a better division. There's just two points between the Lee Siders and Sligo Rovers and Drogheda United just above them, having been written off by many people until now. Can they avoid ending the season in the bottom two? We're a confident bunch. Um, we've had some, like I said, we've we went down a run there. What was it, four or five games with um, unbeaten? So look, look, we're a confident bunch. We we absolutely think that. You know, we, we can push up the table to be honest. Um to be honest with you, it's we're not we don't set kind of an aim. Mm. It's just like I said, we go out every for every game with just the mindset of, you know, next this game and then next game. You know, we don't we don't look down too far down the line um when it comes to that. But look, we're a confident bunch and, and we're confident that if you know, if we play well then you know, we'll have a right chance of pushing right up the league. City have kept just five clean sheets in 21 matches so far this term, but three of those came in matches under Liam Buckley, who's in charge for the rest of the season. The 21-year-old centre-back knows they need to keep improving that particular statistic. Um, I did, I suppose. Obviously, like you said, we've, you know, the last couple of games, we've, you know, we've kept a good couple of clean sheets and... Yeah, we've done a bit of work, all right. You know, we've done a bit of work on set pieces. We've conceded a couple of goals off off set pieces, um, and some of the other goals, you know, they're more, you know, they're sloppy goals or they're, you know, they're just small errors. And like I said, you you get punished for in this league. But um, yeah, we've done a bit of work as a unit, and you know, I I felt like we've improved. So yeah, look, we always say if we keep a clean sheet, then you know. I always feel like as a team we'll score so we'll give our ourselves a right chance of winning most games we keep a clean sheet so just try we just try to go out every game and just you know keep a clean sheet it's our main okay. message No better team to prove their top flight credentials against than Drogheda United at Turner's Cross on Friday night It's a big game of course we know that but we always go into every game with the the with the it's just the next game kind of mindset I know it sounds might sound a bit daft, but we just look at every game the same. Um, yes, they're in and around us. Um, we know that in Sligo, but you know, we just like we said, we just go out every game. We we think we can win every game, and we go out to win every game. So look, hopefully, Friday night, like we can get a positive result. Were you glad to hear Freddie Draper was going back to Lincoln City during the week? <laughs> I heard. I only heard that yesterday. Um, hey, look, he's he's a good player. We've played him twice twice this year. Um, he's a good player, but look, we're if he was playing, if he wasn't playing, you know, we're confident that if we go out on Friday and we play our own game, we play well, that can get a result. Now, interestingly, Honahan has spent time in the same squad as Evan Ferguson not so long ago. He talks to me about how impressed he was by the Brighton striker back then. You can hear that in the full interview on LOI Match Day Extra, which will pop up in the same feed as this podcast. All of Friday night's games kick off at 7.45. LOI Match Day on Off The Ball. On match day 20 in the first division, Galway United remain in cruise control at the top and they avenged their only defeat of the season by beating Longford Town 4-0. Patchell blasts the whistle, Hurley left footed shot. The net dances, 12 goals this season for Dave Hurley, Galway United 4 to the good. And now 13 points clear at the top after Waterford lost 1-0 at Cove Ramblers. Chance here for Wilson, Wilson Moir for Cove. And it's a goal yes. for the Wilson Moira on the break. And it's the home side who take the lead. 
That was goal number five of the season from the former Galway United man. The Rams are 10 points behind the Blues. Bray Wanderers came out the right side of a five-goal thriller against Kerry with a 3-2 win at the Carlisle Grounds. They closed the gap to just a point on Athlone Town, who are beaten 2-0 at home by Treaty United. Wexford are only three points outside the playoff places after they defeated Finn Harps 1-0 in Ballybuffet. On match day 21 in the First Division, there's four matches on Friday night. Top meets bottom as Kerry travelled to Galway United, having already conceded 13 goals in their last two meetings. Cove Ramblers are going into their match away to Athlone Town, looking to win four matches in a row. It's a feat not achieved by the club since they won five on the trot at the end of the 2016 season as they qualified for the playoffs. Treaty United host Bray Wanderers. The previous meeting between these two this season has seen the away team win. Can the Limerick men prevent that happening a third time? Waterford have put 11 past Finn Harps this season. They beat Harps 7-1 in the other RSC meeting, which is where they meet this week. Roland Adowu scored two on the night, and I was curious to know if he felt there was still a chance they could catch Galway United at the top, despite the current 13-point gap. Uh, well, to be honest, I think with the with the game we played against Cove, I don't think that game helped. But I think now our mindsets just need to shift to, to focusing on ourselves and getting the points. Every single point we can scrape, we just need to start getting. Uh, I think we need to be more ruthless and more professional in games and treat, treat everything like it's a, a cup final, basically. And... If Galway slip up, then they slip up. But we just need to focus on ourselves before even thinking about Galway slipping up or not. So I think that's yeah. how I'd look at it. Adowu was at Southampton and Cardiff before being brought back to Ireland by then Bohemians manager Keith Long, but didn't make a big impact before moving to the RSC in January of last year. His second spell under the manager is proving really fruitful and he's enjoying working with him. Yeah, I think the, the one thing with Keith is if, if you're... Performing for Keith and you're consistent as well with it. I feel like the way he speaks and the way he treats it, it will like it will make you kind of flow with confidence. And for a player, for myself, anyway, speaking for myself, confidence is, is a massive thing. And for them players you mentioned, Dawson, the Rothies, the Promise, which all, all players I know, like I'm sure they performed on the Keith and 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 what he would have, the information he would have given them and the coaching and the advice would only have just made them flow with more confidence and and look where they are now. So it's all paid off. The Lucan man has been able to supply a few assists for the top scorer in both divisions. Twenty five goals scored in eighteen appearances by Ronan Coughlin, and Adowu explains why it's not just on the field that Coughlin is leading by example. He didn't have a preseason with us this year, so he came late, so we didn't really. Um, no, and I, I think he'd been injured for a while before he came. So when he came in, we didn't really know what to think. But his his mindset, the way he trains, the way he, he takes care of his body, I'm I'm absolutely buzzing for him with, with what he's doing because he he deserves every single thing he's getting. Um, he's probably the most ruthless striker I've ever played or trained with. To be honest, like every day after training, he's always doing finishing. I'm trying to. I think even trying to learn off him, it, it, it kind of like when someone is so professional like that, it kind of bounces off other players. And I think for me, definitely, he's definitely made a mark on me. I think that's 
that's a big thing as well. Like if if you can actually influence other players with how professional you are, it's a very big thing. So I couldn't speak highly enough. So with two comfortable wins under their belt already against Harps, is there a pressure that comes with the expectation from supporters? Yeah, I think I think even with, with games like that, I think we can kind of feel or sense that like fans or the outside of the club would would send would expect us to go out and be teams sometimes. But I think. The gaffer has said to us, like, no matter who we play, we're going to pay them the respect of of going in and training the way we do every week and going in and doing our analysis like we do every week and turning up on the weekend and, and trying to perform the same way we do every week. So I think uh, going into the Finn Arps game, it, it'll be like us going into a game against Galway. We just want to go and get them three points and go on to the next game. Those four matches on Friday start at 7.45. On Saturday, they kick off at 7.30, Longford Town entertaining Wexford. Wexford will feel optimistic with 10 points won from their last five matches, while the town will be desperate to avoid a fifth consecutive defeat. Thanks for listening to the latest edition of the LOI Matchday podcast here on Off The Ball. Stephen Doyle signing off. Thanks a million for listening. You can check out the full interviews on the LOI Matchday Extra podcast in the same feed as you got this one. Do please like and subscribe to the podcast. Safe travels to the match and I'll chat to you next week.